My name is J.W. Oker. I'm an author, and I like to go out and look for weird stuff. I call it oddity. For more than a decade, I've sought out oddities of nature, oddities of art, oddities of culture and history. I believe that within a tank or two of gas, of any point in this country, is some seriously cool oddity, and that we all should go check it out. This is Odd Things I've Seen, the podcast. All right, so this episode is a special one. I have with me today my wife, Lindsay. Hello. Say hi. Oh, missed the lines of party. <laughs> no. Feels like I must have run out of content. Started interviewing family That's and stuff. That's definitely what it feels like to me. <laughs> no, I, no, I think the reason why I had this idea, and actually it wasn't even my idea. I can't take credit for it, I guess. I did an episode. I can't remember what number episode it was. It was one of the early episodes, maybe four or five, uh, where I told the story of us going to the Lizzie Borden house and right. staying the night there. And somebody listened to it recently, I guess, and, and emailed me and said, hey, I... I would love to have heard your wife's perspective on that because she was there during the entire night. What about her side of it? And I was like, that's a really good point. And it's probably true of everything, <laughs> everything we do, because the truth about Otis, not a solo thing for me. Sometimes I do it solo, but most of the time you're there. Probably 90% of the time you're there. Yeah. It doesn't always come out in on the website because it's actually writing about the experience is a very solitary thing. And it's from my perspective and mm -hmm. you don't want to write an article uh, mm -hmm. every time we go somewhere. So basically, for the 10 years of oddity hunting, your perspective has not really come out. I mean, you don't even get your picture taken with these things half the time. No. Uh, I, I used to do Odd Things My Wife Has Seen on mm -hmm. the website. Yeah, back when you were in the main. Yeah, that. But also, I only I ran out of photos of you standing next to Odd Things. Yeah. But you don't do that. Like, you, we'll go to the most unique thing, and you still won't jump in for a shot. No. Basically, all this to say, all this kind of like long wind-up to say is you don't, you've never really told your half of the story. And the beauty of podcasting is anybody can tell their story. It's like you don't have to be a, a writer or want to do a video or all the ways I try to tell the Otis stories. You can just tell it. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. This is your opportunity. That's a really mean setup. <laughs> no. So I, I, okay. I posted this out onto the social media, the Otis Facebook page and the Twitter account. And I, they did send in questions. And I think a lot of them that I got sent in were stuff that I did want to talk about. So um, I won't do the thing where like, you know, James from Twitter wants to know this. I can if you want. I, mean, I have them right here in front of me. But most of the questions were questions I was going to ask as well. All right. So long introduction. That's what we're going to do. Okay. And you ready for this? I'm here. You didn't want to do this though, right? For the record, no. <laughs> but I'm not forcing you to do this. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. But I'm here. Why? That's question number one. Why are you uncomfortable doing this? Is it really? Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm allowed to add lib. It's my show. Um... No, I mean, not uncomfortable in a deep sense, um, just that I don't really have anything that I feel like broadcasting to anybody. You're not hungry for attention, like like me, I guess. <clears throat> That's a good reframing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> no, I mean, if people have specific questions, but I don't really have an angle here. So mm -hmm. as long as I've known you, this is what we've done. Yeah. So I don't know what we would be doing if we were not doing these little road trips or big road trips to see these. Weird thing. But don't you get like, so whatever, we go see something together, same experience at the same time, almost always is the first time for both of us. And then I go home and at some point I write a thousand words about it. Mm -hmm. And I use your photos or I use photos I took and you, you read it and see my perspective on it. Mm -hmm. But you have no desire to be like, well, I, I disagree, completely disagree with your take on that. No, very rarely have I had a reaction like that. I mean, my reaction usually is when I read what you've written is, how could he have written that? Like we had the same experience and he sat down and wrote an entire article about this. Whereas I am like, oh, I saw that thing. Okay. 
I hope it ever comes up in conversation. You know, like that's that's my takeaway. Get to force it in the conversation. That's what I, I do, do force it in conversation. <laughs> All right, so let's officially start this, then. Um, I just wanted it on the record that you didn't want to do this. Okay. Noted. That's fair. <laughs> so people know. But the, the first question I got sent, and it was a good one, and it was exactly probably the number one question I had, too. Do you remember how this started? Because I'm really fuzzy. So I, here's how I remember it. I never quite remember exactly when I hit publish for Otis. I don't okay. remember that. I know the I know the very beginning seeds of the idea that happened in Brunswick, but I don't think I actually hit publish until mm-hmm. I moved to Fairfax, Virginia. I remember the day, but we the day I actually launched it. I do. Oh, see, hmm. So, the, but the other interesting part of this is that we probably should tell is that we weren't, you know, we didn't meet right away and start dating. We knew each other for months before we started dating. We were right. friends. We worked together. But how many how many months was that? Um, less than six. We were, we were part of a, a crew at work and we had right. lunches together and, you know, co- and we worked directly with each other because of the nature of our jobs. Yeah. So it was, it was a lot more casual. So you see, so you're kind of like kind of waded into me, <laughs> if that makes sense. I like, so yeah, I don't remember hitting the start button. I remember the five articles I started with. I remember when I wrote those five articles. It was at a cabin in New York. And I know I messed with the dates a little bit. Like I remember, I think, yeah. I think I published them once a week. And then I didn't have anybody read them. <laughs> Obviously, nobody read them because nobody knew it was published. And then at some point in Otis's timeline, I went back in time and changed those five to one date. Right. To make it sound and like And I launch. think that's the date that I have in my mind that I've since learned is a false. It was June 2007. But you did explain to me at the time that... But, I, but I'm saying I could be wrong about this. I could be wrong about the no, whole No, no, they definitely... I mean, you didn't write them all in one night and publish them for June 1st, 2007. You definitely explained to me that you had a sort of backlog. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, she has five articles in the backlog? This is serious. Like, five <laughs> articles. You know? I had, funny. I had no idea. You know, I thought, how many weird things are there to see? Like, he's probably... 45% there, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> That's, funny. That's funny because I, I, was, I, had, I had the opposite. In my mind, I was like, man, I only have five. Like, is this but a project were, something I can continue doing? They were big, though. They were all recognizable things. Yeah, oh, there were Centralia. They were. Um, the Mothman World statue. Worlds, were the like, World's Monument, yeah. Yeah, so they were. Egyptian pyramids. That, um, when I think. people say, like, the seven wonders of the world, and you think, oh, yeah, those are definitely the seven things. So they were major, but, but again, that was part of my panic. I was like, is this really a project I can keep up? Am I going to run out? I, oh, I remember every conversation around that. I remember when you, you know, obviously cut this out. I remember you launched Facebook when pages were just. Oh, it was terrifying. Things. I hated that. Yeah. And we were in the house we rented on Concord Street, and you were thinking, this is definitely a horrible idea. This is kind of humiliating. And we both agreed that if you got to. Kind of true. If you kind got to. That way. No, remember the conversation in our bedroom. If you get to 75 fans, <laughs> then you don't have to be embarrassed at mm-hmm. all because that's. Awesome. Yeah. You know, and that happened one week later. You got to 75 and we were like, whoa, whatever else happens, that's awesome. Who cares? You know how I did that, right? No. I emailed every single person who had ever emailed me about Otis at that point in time. <laughs> I literally did. I was like, hey, guys. And I, and I answer all emails. So I two to three email conversation with everybody that's ever written to me about Otis. And at that time, I just emailed all those people and said, hey, just so you know, I'm about to launch Facebook. I'm really terrified. Yeah. If you couldn't just like this page. And they and these and keep on these were strangers technically strangers they weren't family and friends I was asking them to like yeah. it was strangers that just showed an interest in one of my articles or in Otis right. as a concept so those people really helped me out They're by showing interest back then I that, think doing and, that. well the way they showed interest in two thousand seven two thousand eight is much different than now because there's not there was an Instagram where you just like and comment yeah no. and all of a sudden you get a reply from an author it was mm-hmm. they had to find your email address genuinely reach out to you how so you remember so you remember me just casually at lunch one day with our friends being like i'm about to launch a project 
No, um, the things that you brought up at lunch during that time period were your album that you had recorded. No, no, we're editing that out. No, we're okay, talking about Otis here, not, not all my no, failed projects. Those were things that you brought up during that time period. Otis. It's a very feckin' time for me. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. I mean, I definitely knew about it. I remember you showing me the website. After it, after it had launched? I definitely remember that. I can't remember if it was. I mean, it must so have been, hazy. right? So hazy. We're getting so old. I, I showed do it. remember the date, June 1st, 2007. That was the date because you had to specifically explain, hey, I wasn't actually in Centralia on June 1st because I was like, mm -hmm. at that point, I would have known if you were in Centralia on June 1st. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember any of like how I told people about it. Because obviously the shape of the project hadn't even really taken off. No. All right, so yeah. So, a, so again, it's a murky beginning. I think it happened to coincide with the time that you and I started dating, but it, I don't think that necessarily changed the trajectory of a lot of things I've seen. What did you think of that idea, though? I So I think it's more of a statement of 2007. It was a strange time. So I was mm -hmm. a programmer at the time. So I was doing only computer stuff, but the idea of creating your own website or blog, I had no connection with that at all. Zero. Um, even Although it had been in, out there. I even, wasn't I know, but even with being into photography and anything else, the idea of, like, I never even posted any of my photography. I didn't have a Facebook page. I had no... You had page. a MySpace. Ooh. I didn't have a MySpace. Okay. Well, we're going to cut that. <laughs> um, but no, but I probably didn't know how to use it. I mean, honestly, I don't remember ever getting into that kind of stuff. No, I, I definitely I definitely um, sneaked that, looking at that when we were starting the date. No, you had like three photos up, something like that. No, but I think so. It was probably more of a, whereas if someone today was like, hey, I have this project, this is the website, the focus would not be on the website or the or the platform. It would be like, what's your project? Yeah, so what do you whereas think about the project? At the time, it was like, oh, wait, he created a website for this? Like, what? But what did you think about the project itself, though? Like, did you understand that? Well, that's my point is, at the time, the fact that you had a website for a project was more like if someone had, was like, oh, by the way, I have this book published. It mm -hmm. felt like um, it had a lot of weight to it. Really? It did, yeah. I remember thinking, what is this going to be when it's over? You have five now. How many are you going to have total? And then what is it going to be? Is it just going to sit out there? Did you did you understand what an oddity was? This is something I still have trouble to this day explaining to people. Did you understand what an oddity was or what the sites I was looking for I were? I remember being confused by it at all. Yeah. I think, and I remember us looking at the weird, um, weird America books. Yeah. I so I, I, so there was a, those were like very popular at the time. So there was a yeah. precedent for like, like today people always assume it's a paranormal blog. And it's my fault because oddity is very vague and I, I, a wide variety of stuff that I post. There's no like niche that I have. But yeah, that's true. I remember us looking through all those like Curiosities books from that series. Yeah, I remember visiting my grandfather in Texas and he had a weird Texas book on his coffee table. Yeah. And looking through it, and I think it was right when you and I started dating, right around the same few months, and thinking like, oh, I bet Jason's heard of some of this stuff. That so makes sense. I definitely, I understood what it was. All right, do you remember the first oddity we visited together? Ooh, that's a good question. I think I do. I could be wrong. I think I do. Um... So we should also tell oh, people we've been yeah, together for was... we've been together for we've been married for eleven years, right? Um, two thousand nine. Yeah, eleven years. Because December sixteenth is our anniversary. Yeah. But we and we we dated for only a very short time before we got yeah married, right? So yeah, the year before. So yeah, so we've been together twelve years, been married for eleven years. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing we did was go to Natural Bridge. Yes, that's the one. But we weren't actually dating at the time. That's interesting because I always talk about Otis. Otis is two thousand seven. So Otis is 12 years as well. 
So yeah, it was. It's, I started Otis right around the time that we right. started dating and knew each other. So okay, so yeah, exactly. Natural Bridge in Natural Bridge, Virginia, was our first oddity we visited. Yeah, and it was a few oddities. It was, it was, it was an oddity trip. It was pretty much a template for how we live our lives almost for yeah. how we see things yeah it was natural bridge we saw the actual rock car hinge. yeah car hinge right by from mark klein it was mark klein's haunted house remember that yes i do so that burned down that doesn't exist anymore yeah. and what kills me so he had a year-round so mark klein is this artist in natural bridge virginia virginia he does tons of like foam creations and he's just mm-hmm. a weird weird very interesting guy he had a haunted house a year-round haunted house you could just go to and he would videotape you going through the house and it kills me to this day that we did not buy that. It probably was a videotape back then or, yeah. or CD, DVD or whatever. We didn't know. We didn't know. But we looked at it. I remember looking at the footage and it's like, you know, whatever. It's in night vision. I think it was like gray night vision. So like we see ourselves getting lost and running into yeah. like glass walls and stuff. <laughs> and I really wish we'd bought that. We also saw on that same lot was his dinosaur versus Civil War soldiers uh, walkway. And, and, and that's gone as well. I think, he has a, I think he made a second one. So yeah, we did that. Uh, and then we went down to, was that also the day of Fairy Stone? No, no. That, that was, was different? Day. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, we have no kind of mementos of our first oddity trek. Yeah. We went to the zoo. Remember, we spent like two hours at the zoo. Oh, the um, the drive through zoo. The drive through safari. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. It a really long time there. We got out and walked around. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I was thinking we kept going to Fairy Stone. That, but really, we just spent the entire time in Natural Bridge. Because there's so much to see in my natural bridge. Yeah, there was. And Fairystone was the leader because your Aunt Norma recommended it to us. Oh, yeah. So Fairystone is one I've never written about because I feel like we didn't do it enough for me to write about. But it's an amazing site. It's a park. Yeah. And there are these special kind of stones, and I can't remember the name of them off the top of my head, that are, uh, they just converse. It's not like yeah. a scientific, like, dolomite <laughs> or whatever. Sure not dolomite, but. But they're, and the, you can dig them up, and if you polish them, they are in the shape of crosses. Mm-hmm. Because the way the way the minerals build are in lattice works, yeah. I guess. And we didn't know we were finding them, but we were finding no, them. No, we were finding them, exactly. And I still have four or five yeah. on my shelf downstairs. For we that, were so for that disappointed, trip. and then we saw other people with buckets finding the same thing that we had. Oh, buckets had. and shovels, even though they weren't allowed to have buckets yeah. and shovels. And we were like, is that these things? <laughs> yeah, these are the ones we're looking yeah. for. Yeah, because we, we they're unpolished. Yeah, so that was our first one. Natural Bridge, Mark Klein's stuff, Mark yeah. Klein's art. I guess that's it. Do you remember our first road trip then, besides that one, after dating? Oh, that was um, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, right? Philadelphia, Yes. Yeah. So we went and saw the... Eastern State Penitentiary. Eastern State Penitentiary, which I still have that mug on my shelf as yeah. well. We saw the uh, Hermit's Cave, the Monk's Cave. What was that? Um, oh, yeah. Kelpius, Kelpius's Cave. Yeah. Is that all we did in Philadelphia? Uh, we did a lot of the. We saw the bell. We saw. We walked around the entire city for two days. We didn't see much. Like we didn't see the Poe House. We didn't go see the Poe House. We didn't oh, see the Rocky funny. statue. There's well, so we much. We did go to the museum. Remember? We oh, Mutter. We, we saw the Mutter Museum. Mutter. We saw Rodan. Yeah. We saw. Um... Oh yeah, we saw the Rodan Gates of Hell. But that's one of my examples of like in my head of like how bad I was at doing cities back then. Like <laughs> all this stuff in there, and we kind of like saw four things. Yeah. And then wandered, but we still did enough wandering. All right, let me get back to these questions. Okay. So, like, I don't know how good, I don't know how much people want to hear us nostalgizing. <laughs> Besides this being the whole kickoff of this idea, I did get other people ask about Lizzie Borden. Okay. So do you want to tell your perspective of Lizzie Borden? Sure. I mean, you've I read mean, it. You've read what I've written about it. I mean, so that was, I could say, that was my first introduction to the paranormal community. First time I had experienced anything like a seance. And it was so underwhelming mm-hmm. and... Just strange, um, really strange. But that also, at the same time, was the first experience where I kind of felt like we had pissed off some ghosts, possibly. Not, no, I mean, not like that I believed that, but I thought 
It's fine if you believe it. I don't, for the record. <laughs> um, but I think maybe trying on the dress took it to the point of really... Um, you worried about that afterwards? I worried about it afterwards. Not in the sense that anything happened or there are any experiences or any of the experiences that other people talked about, I believe, to be true in any way. But I thought, how small am I to say that this is definitely not the case? And here I am just like asking for vengeance in some way. Yeah, um, let me give some backstory. Obviously, you can go back and listen to the Lizzie Borden episode or read it on Otis. But basically, we, in our room, and we had Lizzie Borden's actual room and her sister's room. We had the two-room suite. And in that room, they had what they claimed was one of Lizzie Borden's dresses. Right. Actual dresses. Uh, probably wasn't as probably, but it was of that era. It definitely yeah, was um, contemporary. Just on a mannequin decorating the room. But this was one of their artifacts. And we decided that you'd put it on. Right. Turn out to be the same size as Lizzie Borden. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So that's the backstory. So, yeah. And you didn't seem to, I didn't need to, I don't even remember that being a thing where we're, no, we kind of like, we're like, that, we're definitely going to do this, right? I think that's the point. I mean, we're not rule breakers like, in general. Of but. course, why would we not do this? We yeah, weren't, we weren't not damaging any property. We weren't hurting anybody in any way. Yeah, uh, we were literally just taking some fun pictures. But it did cross my mind later that like definitely a little bit unlike us, though. I think a little bit. It is unlike us because I would never even like I would never not follow a rule. Yeah, we're, we're generally place. rule followers. Definitely. I think me and you. I love the rules. Our personalities. And it just seemed like one of those things that was unnecessary. That I think for me it was. <laughs> The fact that this was in our private room and nobody could bug us, that kind of cleared up the rule following. Yeah, um, it just felt and there was no actual rule. There was no, like, it wasn't in a glass case. There was no sign on it saying, don't touch this. No, I guess there's no different than, like, taking a book off the shelf and reading it. It just felt a little... Uh, probably a little <laughs> different than that. I think it just felt strange, like, once you posted the pictures online and then got all the comments and feedback. Oh, yeah. Was that the first time you appeared on Otis? With those photos? Um, probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Felt unnecessary. <laughs> but what did you think? So obviously, so we were doing a roach for New England is before we were married, before we were even living in New England. Right. We were just doing a roach, pretty much what I what I kind of consider the foundational site. Even uh, aside from those five that we launched with, that were pretty big sites. Yeah. The foundational content yeah. of Otis that allowed me to keep going right. was that New England road trip. Definitely. Uh, even though we were living in Virginia at the time, and we put on our itinerary, stay at a murder scene. And you were yeah, fine I remember the night um, talking about it. I think we had brought it up and you were like, I said, well, we should just stay there on one of the nights that we're doing our road trip. And you were like, oh, there's no way. I'm sure that place is backed up. I remember going on their website that night and we we're like, they have a night free. Should we just do it? And yeah. then we planned the rest of our road trip around that. Yeah, but you actually got scared. You got scared to Lizzie Borden. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah. So... Was that also the day that we went to Providence and then we ended up in Fall River? Yes, we were in Providence the other okay. day. Yeah. So the other weird thing about that is, so his first experience with me with traveling was that I knocked. What? You can tell the story? Oh, I'm thinking of a different story. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. So his first experience with me with traveling was that I didn't get one ear infection that landed me in a doctor. I got two ear infections yeah. that landed me in doctors on a six-day New England road trip. So he immediately was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Our first, our first stop in Rhode Island yeah. was the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we went to the hospital. I had a, one of those ear infections that I needed medication for. So that was the day that we went to the HP Lovecraft sites mm -hmm. and the cemetery. Ended up in Fall River at the Lizzie Borden house. And I remember my ear just being intensely painful and then trying to fall asleep and knowing I couldn't fall asleep because of the ear pain freaked me out because I knew that you were going to fall asleep first. Mm -hmm. 
And that I was, was, was exhausted. I was exhausted that day. You too. were exhausted. You were. And we didn't I, even. I really we didn't even explore the house. We didn't. I mean, yeah. after after the seance, the person that runs the house leaves, and they're like, "Go ahead and, and explore the house and spend all night doing it if you want." And we didn't do that at all. We were just like, we went back, tried the dress yeah, on. Yeah, that was my fault. I think that like. I no, was... I think we're both beat. It was like that seance. I wish we hadn't. Done, I wish while they were doing the seance, we had to kind of like explore it on our own. But no, we were beat. We did this. We did the dress thing, and then I was ready to just crash. But I think that was the part two where I remember thinking, "I'm going to be wide awake." way beyond Jason and beyond anybody else in this house. Mm -hmm. I just tried on the dress, basically just like couldn't have done anything more asking for any kind of sign of something. I just shoved it right in the face and I'm just laying here wide awake in Lizzie Borden's bed. Mm -hmm. I definitely remember that. <laughs> I'm going to stop this right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rest of the story is whatever. We both eventually fell asleep and yeah. got this morning, had breakfast and took off for, I don't know, whatever was next on our trip. All right, so that's your perspective on Lizzie Borden Mouse. Did I say that right though? I mean, should we retake it? Do you understand what I'm trying? No, to I totally, say? no, I totally get it. I totally I'm not get saying it. the right words, but like um, you weren't afraid of ghosts, but definitely being a. But no, I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this. But I don't believe in that. But I'm also not going to do anything that like promotes it. Like, well, I know the truth. So oh yeah, I oh yeah, I yeah. don't know. I guess. And yeah. so I probably shouldn't like. Yeah, and not. even non-believers in the paranormal freak themselves out all the time. Get scared of her noises yeah. and being alone in the houses and stuff. I no, I think it's legit. I, I wish I'd. Have, I mean, I, I'm a little jealous of that experience because it wasn't really a point in that in that stay where I was freaked out at all. You were freaked out just knowing that. Um... I tried my hardest. I thought about <laughs> it. I remember kind of ribbing you about it, trying to like describe, "Hey, we're at Lizzie Borden's yeah, bed." That's probably where she came up with her idea. I could, I could somehow imagine the sound of it more than anything else because the room right next door to ours was where the wife was at, and I remember thinking, "Oh, you would definitely hear it from here." <laughs> that's a good one. I didn't know that. So, like, what if I hear something that sounds like that? How am I oh, gonna? That's good. How am I gonna react? That's a good one. That didn't never even cross my mind. All right, so let's move on. All right, here's one. Here's a good one. This is um, from somebody on Facebook. Has ever anything ever crossed the line for you? Where I was like, let's go see this thing, and you're like, that ah, I don't want to go see that, or I don't want to go to that place, or and not boredom wise. So obviously, there's definitely stuff I bring up that you have no interest in because yeah. it's <clears throat> personal to me or it's whatever my obsession, but. Anything you're like, man, I don't want to see that. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is anything murder-related feels, like, pretty icky. Give me examples. Um, so, like, Ed Gein. And we're in Wisconsin, and you were, like, retracing his steps at the hardware store. And I was thinking, uh, I don't even, like... We had a kid in the backseat. We had kids in the backseat. But that wasn't even that. It was more like, um, what kind of person cares about the footsteps of a murderer? Your husband. Yeah. Your husband. Well, it was a big moment for me. <laughs> but um, it wasn't the first time he'd done that. I mean, Boston no, Strangler grave, remember um, that? Well, the history really polishes the edges for the Boston Strangler for me. Like, anything historical, I'm okay with it. Because what? it's, like, part of our history. But, like... Boston Strangler is way worse than that game. I'm thinking more of Jack Ripper. Like, it was that, that kind of history. Oh, <clears> and <throat> they were... Oh, you mean you think you thought Boston Strangler was way back further back in the past? Yeah, I was confusing with Jack Ripper. But yeah, those make sense. I mean, those are the ones I have the same problem with. I mean, I don't... I mean, I don't... I still seek them out. But I have the same questions every time I go to it. Yeah, and oh, remember question whether those are really oddities or really just like things that um, nobody should really seeking out. Yeah, yeah. To me, they're almost the ultimate oddities because they're the ones that are like... But it's creepy though. I remember driving to Ed Gain and we were going from the hardware store to where the farm was that burned down. Mm -hmm. There's house that burned down. I remember like it was any other beautiful country road. It was the summertime road trip and everything was green and beautiful. I'm thinking, Jesus, this is what like the scenery that this guy saw and it's daily life 
And meanwhile, he was killing women. You know, it's just that's the dark side to everything. Oh. It's all, it, those no, beautiful Wisconsin that. fields. I guess I do know that. That's why I don't really want to like um, <laughs> acknowledge it. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely know. That. Well, you remember one of the first things we saw when we moved to New Hampshire was um, H. H. Holmes's birth home. Yeah. Remember that? I do. But that's an example. So he's been on so many documentaries. He was on Chronicle. I mm-hmm. guess that kind of he's to definitely me, farther back in time. Yeah, the history kind of creates this buffer where you're like, oh, of course you would want to learn about this guy. There's like books written about him. There's movies about this guy. Whereas serial killers are out there right now killing people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be retracing their steps. Yeah, you know? no, I know what you're saying. I mean, when I was writing the the New York opinion was a good example. I mean, there was people I was writing about that I think were still alive and in jail. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> really. No, there definitely were actually. Really I guess son of Son of Sam still alive? I don't know. I think he is. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, there's definitely a line that you can cross. Right over it. Mm-hmm. I've seen that. I think I've because seen. Because also, a lot. what's like really that odd about wanting to kill other people? Like it's kind of a what? No, but I mean, what? it's not. It doesn't necessarily make <laughs> them an interesting odd person. No, but there are multiple types types of oddity, and most of the time, I try to err on the side of wonder. Right? Like, oh right. my gosh, I can't believe this yeah. happened. This is like, yeah, can't does. believe this exists. This is amazing. This changes your my entire view of the worldview. It's a much more varied, interesting place. But there's a dark side to that coin where you're like. Oh my God, I can't believe that happens. This is a much worse place. Yeah. But it's the same kind of thing where it's still odd for somebody to just kill 12 people. It's been their life with this compulsion to kill people. Oh, you're right. But I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong um, that we probably shouldn't care that much about it or like treat it like the the same on the same level as the things that are wondrous and like (laughs) are like open up the beauty of the world. But to me, I I don't know. I just, both of them like appeal to me. I don't. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones that get you. Yeah, nothing else comes to mind. Hold on. Um, it's a good one. That surprised me. Shouldn't, I guess, in hindsight. Is there one that you can remember me? Like, because usually, no, I think the ones when we get to an audio, you can tell really quickly if I'm into it. Yeah, I think that's that's more. I I never feel like I'm pushing you outside your comfort zone, but I definitely feel like there have been times that I've been out of my comfort zone. Very rarely. I think mostly I I push you out of your interest zone. So there are definitely some oddities that you're just not interested in. There's, there, and the reason I'm interested in them, it might not be odd, they're personally relevant to me, right? And you're just like, all right. And, and I'd also, I also um, err on the side of I'm so compulsive about finding oddities. There's some oddities I, I actually don't care about that I still yeah. have to see. Yeah. And I think, I think you can tell when I'm doing that and you're completely bored. And you're like, why are we seeing this? There's like no story behind it. I'm like, yeah, but it's on Alice Obscura. I don't go see it. I don't know. I'm not interested in it either, but it's yeah. like only a mile away from us. You go see it. And I'll sit in the car. So yeah, that's a, that, that segues into one of the questions I had, which was my exact phrasing of the question was, <laughs> what makes you roll your eyes and what makes you excited when we're going to go see something? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true. What makes me roll my eyes, not that I, I mean, I don't. You just did it. <laughs> it's stuff that um, I can tell you're not into because it makes me wonder if you're not doing it because you're into it, who, like, why are we doing this? Content. You know? Right, but content is... I'm a publisher. I have to get content. I really... Yeah, know. yeah. But I think there are also stuff that I do, I am passionate about that you aren't passionate about. That's It has true. to be those. You know? Yeah, that's I think the Lovecraft stuff is a good example. I mean, you you never... Yeah, at the point, you, at that Lovecraft time, you know... Yeah, you're not a Lovecraft fan, but you've been to probably more sites than some actual Lovecraft fans. Hmm, that's interesting. What about... But I want categories. So I, I definitely, obviously, believe that there's stuff that forces you out of your comfort zone or that you're just completely uninterested in, but you just kind of humor me for it. What are the categories? Like when I, the stuff that you go see that you're like, yes, I want to go see that kind of stuff. Yes, I'm going to go, that falls right into what I want to do. Because I think what people don't understand is that I'm not usually pulling you along. No. You're like, you're just interested in a good percentage of the stuff as I am. 
Yeah, I think the things that will every single time want me to be there is old stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the older, the better. So anything, any old house, cemetery, more than a few hundred years old is no-brainer. I don't mm-hmm. care what the history is. I love seeing the um, the settings where people grew up that went on to do something interesting. I don't know. That's always appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other thing is the cemeteries every single time because mm-hmm. I, I just love cemeteries. So even if the grave itself is not anything that I would otherwise go see, I just love seeing cemeteries. All right, hopefully you saw the title of this episode and aren't surprised that there's a part two. Our conversation actually went for about two hours, but obviously I'm not going to subject you to that. I cut it down to two short, under 30-minute episodes because I'm not a fan of long podcasts. (laughs) So that... So part two will post in another week or two, probably two weeks. And in that episode, the one that's upcoming, the second half of this episode, we'll cover, you know, her photography and how that intersects with Otis, uh, the most odd things she's seen, and probably my favorite moment in the entire interview when I floated the idea of quitting Otis. But if you don't want to wait for a couple weeks, I do have a mini episode that I cut out of this episode. Somebody on social media sent me a question that is really innocent seeming, really an innocent question, and I asked her, and it turned into a 10-minute argument discussion. (laughs) It wasn't what I expected to come out of that question, and the question was, what's your favorite season? (laughs) So, it ended up being a nice little, well, I don't know, I don't know, nice, it ended up being like a little discussion on Christmas versus Halloween. So what I did, because it didn't really fit the rest of the episode, I cut that out, and it's now on my Patreon. Uh, which sounds kind of devious, but I like putting exclusive content there for the Otis Club. If you want to hear it, uh, just join the Otis Club. I'm opening that episode up to all membership levels, and that means you can go in at the dollar a month level and hear this part of the podcast. Otherwise, just wait a week or two and we'll get the second half up here. All right, this has been half of a very special episode of Odd Things I've Seen, the podcast. (laughs) 